Alright, what's good, y'all? How y'all doing? It's your boy QC. You know what I mean? You listen to the R vs. Light podcast. It's a podcast where we kind of get to take a look at that relationship between quote-unquote art and quote-unquote real life. You know what I'm saying? If it's really all that separate. You know, uh, we end up talking with people who are artists, you know, and how they actually make it balance with real life. We end up talking with people who sometimes aren't really, you know, obviously uh, artists in obvious ways. But, um, you know, but it still has all they would do something that pertains to or affects artists in some kind of way. You know, uh, pretty broad. But, um, you know, but yeah, man, so this is a shout out to uh, all my independent artists out here. You know what I'm saying? This is a shout out to all my curators out there. You know, um, so, you know... Um, as as someone who are both of those things, you know, you want to you want to be here for y'all, you heard? But anyway, so we're going to um this episode uh, uh me and my boy Ben Tom, you know what I mean? Uh he's been doing um uh theater for for years now. He went to he went to school for, he went to college so on and so forth. He kind of goes into a bit about how he met some of the people he's in and connected with out here in this artist community. What it was like studying, you know, theater Doing it within that environment versus coming out here and actually trying to pay the rent while you're doing this. How to also find what you enjoy, but also find something that can pay, you know, and making that whole thing work. So he also talks about his little stint in music as well. You know, um, shout out to my boy uh, Spencer, uh, Spencer Kulo. He uh, joined us as a special guest. He helps us on on the boards for the podcast and uh, other various impactful ways. Um, So, yeah, man. Um. Also, like, this is going to be part of, like, a rapid fire. We have a lot of backed up, uh, you know, episodes for you guys. So we're just going to be hitting y'all back-to-back with episodes. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it bi-weekly, fuck it monthly. No, no, We just want to just give y'all all this crack. You heard? Um, so, yeah, we're going to get right into it. Um, also, oh, one more thing. This um, this podcast uh, episode was brought to you by, well, really just inspired by, uh, On Deck TV podcast. Uh, if you're into... You know, hip-hop coach, you want to learn more about it, not just what's popping, headlines, so on and so forth, but you also want to get some commentary on business structures, deals that are happening, impact on culture, on a, you know, on a day-to-day, you know, cultural level, not just what's getting headlines and what's charting. This podcast is really good. It's whether you're an artist or someone who's just a fan of the art and the culture, you know, so it's On Deck, O-N-D-E-C-K, TV podcast you can find it on all the platforms okay all right so we're gonna get right into it uh, me and my man ben tom and spencer Kulo. what is good to you? how are you i'm mackie man you know what i'm saying i ain't seen you in a little minute it's been like a whole two days i know two three days or yeah what's your name bro bro uh i'm ben ben tomayula i think it's the first time hearing it out loud really is yeah. it really how you say it out loud uh so there's actually like a Debate within my family about how my last name is said. Um, the correct like pronunciation phonetically is Tomayuolo, which is uh, a little bit difficult. Um, my my dad just says it Tomiolo. Um, I say it Tomayulo. Um, mm. I don't know how anybody else says it really, but yeah. Mm. Well, now I feel less guilty. For struggling so much, even yeah. y'all struggling with it. So yeah, right. we we don't know. We, there's no agreement on how my last name is said. It should be like a toll, like a voting system or something. Right. I think you could do that online now. Shout out to the internet. <laughs> that neutrality. Yeah, man. So yo, how did so boom? I know you for doing a couple of things, right? Uh, acting, theater stuff. Apparently DJing. You feel me? <laughs> a little bit. You remember how we met? Uh, we were, uh, it was at the, 
it was it was the it event. was the salon. It was like a salon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember the, the space it was, but it was. Uh, it was a great space. It was a. You know what? I know exactly which one it was. Um, you know, um, it was a curator panel at uh, yes. Art and Shipping. Yes. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great, great space. It really was, though. Yeah. That's crazy. I heard you and Brent, y'all met on Backpage. No, Brent and I met to a movie. <laughs> a, a porn movie, but... Uh... Nah, but you ended up DJing for him for the performance. Yes. That, that wasn't even something you usually did, right? No, it was just like... Well, he... The funny thing about it was Brent promised me, like, gold bars. Like, like you know, like solid bars of gold. Was one of the things that he he promised me in exchange for DJing for him. Mm-hmm. I've n- I've not yet to see any bars of gold. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I was be I was it was like a classic bait and switch. Mm-hmm. But I like you know also Brent's a cool guy and through whom I've met like a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. You know, Word. like I knew that hanging out with Brent was like a a thing that would be good for my life and it has been. Mm-hmm. You know, or I ended up working at the same company and all that. Yep. We did. You cool going there too? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, nah, but um, so that company was Geist. Yes. Right? And uh, what were you doing? You was uh, you was uh, printing newspapers by hand, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I was doing a lot of different things there. Um, I wore many hats. I uh, I did some marketing. I. Uh, did a lot of like uh, writing and copy editing for like the content websites that the, the that company owned. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, I remember me and you crossed paths a couple of times and all that too. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're gonna do right now? We we'll go right back all the way to the beginning. Where you from? Uh, my brother. I was born in uh, in Hartford, Connecticut, but uh, my hometown is Weathersfield, Connecticut, which is the town just south of Hartford. What? Yeah, so it's, mm. it's like. Uh, there's 60,000 people in the town. Word. Yeah, it's a small town. Mm. I wonder if any of them are my mixtape, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, so you went to school for theater, right? I did. I went to I went to college for theater. So what what inspired, like, how'd you end up, were you just arbitrarily picking theater, or were you like, nah, son, I'm going to die doing theater? No, I am, um, I started doing theater when I was a, um... Like in second grade, we did like a class play, and um, I was in that, and I was just like, "This is great! I'm gonna keep doing this." Mm-hmm. And so I was, I did theater all all through high school, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to college for it." And yeah. So what do you when you go to theater for college? When you go go to college for theater, what do you? What kind of stuff do you learn? Um. Well. So uh, <laughs> like, all right. So what you gotta do is you gotta project your voice. Yeah, so we're getting to the. I think we're getting to the point that I made the other night, um, where I was uh, I was sitting at home the other day, and I was just thinking about how going to school for theater was kind of like a big. Uh, it was kind of like a, it was kind of a joke. Uh, it was kind of, <laughs> I feel like it was kind of like a stupid thing to go to college for. Um, Message. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I don't want to deter anybody from doing what they want to do. Don't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think that going to, I think that theater school is kind of a, or theater, going to college, college specifically for theater is kind of a, 
kind of a stupid thing to do. Mm, it's like a money grab for colleges. Yeah, for colleges, exactly, because it's the chances of anybody making it as an actor, you know, regardless of training or, you know, connections or anything, are very slim. You know, you have to, you have to, the, the odds are very small. So to spend the money that it costs to go to a college mm. for, for theater school, whatever, four years of theater training, which is bullshit. Um, am I allowed to say that on this yeah. podcast? Am I allowed to use cuss words? Absolutely. All right, good. Um, yeah, I think that I think that it's kind of a scam. Life is a curse word. Yes, it is. All right, if you can't handle a curse word. You're clearly not built for this. Now let me stop. <laughs> um, yeah. Not so late, but what kind of stuff do you do? They try to teach you because I still can't even. Imagine they be like, "Yo, I right, suppose so this is how you, this is what Shakespeare, this is how you pronounce that Shakespeare." Well, so like we um, freshman year we had a we had you know we we had voice training and movement training and movement training. Movement training. It's basically like you know making your body ready to do yeah. movement. You know, but I mean, yeah, a lot of a lot of on stage movement. Is not like, you know, anything different than what you would do. Right. You know, I mean, definitely there's a way, there's a way to move on stage that's right. different. But, you know, you don't necessarily need to go to school to learn it. Right. You know? You just have a buddy on stage with you. Like, why don't you do this other thing instead? Right. Oh. Exactly. You can, <laughs> you can learn to, you can learn to do these things without, without, you know, having to go to three hours of class a week for it. You know, I think, especially like... A lot of the movement, like class, would just be like doing yoga and stuff, which is good for you, you know, yeah. definitely. But like, not you don't need to pay, you know, whatever tuition at whatever acting school you're going to. Yeah. You know, in especially in like New York City, NYU, Pace, whatever, all those acting schools. Yeah. How'd you end up in uh, New York? Uh, I went to like this is where I came for college. Is that where you met Brent? That's not where I met Brent. No. Um, y'all were born. Y'all was uh, born in the same hospital, right? Same time. You got mixed up. That a lot is. Of parents. That is correct. Mm. Yeah, I accidentally went home with the Butlers, and then they were like, <laughs> "This is the wrong kid." Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. How'd you meet though? No, uh, Brent and I um, met working on um, on a feature film called Hellaware. Mm-hmm. Um, which we were just talking about before we started this. I advise everybody watch that movie and then send Brent a friend request on Facebook. Yeah, um, Brent Butler, he's a great guy. He really is though. Um, but yeah, Hellaware was a was a great great experience for me. It was the first uh, first time I'd ever done any real acting on on film. Um, and uh, it was a director named Michael M. Belandic. Mm. And he's a, he's a talented director and writer, and um, I think the film d- just could have used a little bit more marketing right. marketing money behind it, you know, right. Right. Uh, marketing dollars and and such because it's a great great movie. It really is though. And um, yeah, because you know how it is when like a friend of yours show you something that they was in, you got to prepare yourself emotionally for something really underwhelming, right? Just Absolutely. in case, you know what I'm saying. So I was like ready for the worst. No, and at the end of it, I was like, yeah, that movie was fantastic. 
it's legit though. Like the the main uh, the main actress in it is um, her name is Sophia Takal, and she's like winning awards at Sundance with a movie that she's doing right now, mm. like that she directed. So mm. you know, it's a it's a legit uh, legit cast. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of like, great indie actors. You know, it would be dope for that movie to get more promo behind it. it for better or worse, because it definitely might be some some male involved coming from fans and viewers. Yes, <laughs> 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 certainly. Nah, yeah. but no funny shit. I'm gonna put the link to that movie in the description of this episode because I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna put the trailer in the movie because the movie still gotta be watched though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I, honestly, definitely. I think Brent plays a really good, you, like, uh, like the vibe he always gave me um, as an actor. Like he'll be good in a movie, like. Alpha Dogs. Remember that movie? Yes. Yeah, I was just talking about that last no. night. You ever seen that movie? No. movie's got a great cast. What, what's your name for the people? Oh, shouts to all my fans out there. Uh, <laughs> I'm Spencer. I got a uh, shout out in one of the most recent podcasts. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of the editing and the episodes and everything, so I'm just kind of sitting here in the background while these guys go at it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I ain't never seen Alpha Dogs. He never seen Alpha Dogs. That's crazy. Oh, uh, watch it. I think you'll love it, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up tonight after I get home. Watch out for dogs. And I don't know if this is a good sale, but Justin Timberlake's in it. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brent came off as an actor that would be good for that. Like, in something, a complicated role like that. Yeah, absolutely. situations. And that movie brought that out of him, and I was like, I was really happy about that. Yeah, that was the first time he'd ever done any acting. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, but I mean, you know, he's spend his whole life on stage just not yeah but he's a performer yeah. you know he's, he he's great he was practically just being himself yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah, just pretending he was from Delaware instead, right. of, instead of South Jersey <laughs> not a bad switch off nah um alright copy copy um so alright so you Brad been doing this movie thing and then I've been doing the guys thing and all of that and then y'all end up doing the Brooklyn Wildlife thing you know what I'm saying? Making a lot of moves in Brooklyn and all of that. Yep. How's that been for you? And how long have you been in New York now? I've been in New York since 2007, on and off. Yeah. So, you know, better part of 10 years. Um, little, I had a little, uh, little time where I had to uh, go back to Connecticut because I had to switch schools. Yeah. Uh, because acting school was not, not good to me in New York financially. I can imagine that. Um, so I had to go to state school in Connecticut for like a year and a half. Mm. But um, yeah, better part of ten years. Started, I've uh, been in New York. Went back to Connecticut for a while. Started up with lemonade stand. Yep, exactly. Get your money back up. Exactly. I mean, good times. Hell yeah! And uh, apparently, you play instruments too. You were part of a band. I play some instruments. Yeah, I play play a little guitar, um, a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of bass. Uh, I'm not like good or anything though. Yeah, you Dis- suck ass. Disclaimer: I'm not good. No, let me stop. Um, yeah, yeah, play instruments. Mm. Um, I sing. You what? I, I sing. Nah, you don't sing. So. Yeah, with my voice, I sing a little bit. Like, what kind of? You sing like like uh, neo soul? Or you sing like? I don't know. Now that I've said that, you're gonna make me sing. No, no, I ain't gonna make you sing. Okay, good. But if you want to sing, no, I don't. I don't want to sing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, like, stylistically, what kind of singing do you usually gravitate to? Um, More like falsetta, 
opera. I wish, man. I wish I could sing opera. That'd be dope. Um, no, I don't. I don't even know. I'll just sing. I mean, you know, I was singing a little bit in the band with like Brent and them. Just oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. What was that like, by the way, being in the band? Like, and we also got to talk about that rooftop story too, where Brent almost plummeted to his death. Oh my Ooh. god, yeah. You know, since that um, was Brent, he'd be tripping. Being in that band was good. Those were all. Those dudes were all all great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alright, since since you seem relatively incapitated, I'm gonna go into that story. <laughs> yeah, tell the story about the roof where Brent almost plummeted to his death. Alright, no funny it was shit. It's the fourth of July in Bushwick. Bruh. Alright, so I ain't gonna incriminate myself but so much because I worked at a certain place at a certain time and certain things went down and blah blah blah. Alright, got that out of the way. Yep. Oh um, I also worked. Right. But so it was a nice little rooftop party. Brent invited us to. I think you were doing um, you was playing the guitar for it, right? Or you was I was doing a little DJing for them, yeah. Copy. Just pushing buttons, you know, basically. Stuff like that. DJ Ayahuasca. That's that is my DJ name, yeah. Also mm-hmm. my Twitter handle if you want to follow me on Twitter. That's mad. Funny. At DJ Ayahuasca. Now you know who to at after you watch the Hellaway movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nah, I ain't gonna. I'm so fascinated by that happening, by by the whole situation. It's dumb funny to me. I don't know. Why. Oh man, because <laughs> the movie's so dope. Also. Oh man, well it's crazy. And I know somebody in a dope movie. Well, because I originally auditioned for a different part than the one I wound up being cast as. Um, I originally auditioned for the the, the Nino role. Which is uh, like the the best friend of of Brent's character. Oh, that would have been so. Good the other too. the other like juggalo kid, you know. Right. And the kid who plays it is actually a kid who I went to college with, uh, named Clark Bliss, who's like a great dude. Mm. Um, but like uh, once he got he got cast in that role, like I ran into him at the audition, you know. I was like, oh shit, uh, I know this kid, um, and uh, he he wound up getting the that part. Um, and then I, like, you know, I saw them, like, calling in for other roles. And I was like, I, uh, I was like, I saw that you cast, uh, cast Clark Bliss in the, the role of Nino. Like, we, I, I know him. We have, like, great chemistry. He'd bring me back in for this role. They did. And then I got, you know, they were, they, yeah. You gotta be good with the words. Exactly. You feel me? So, uh, did, did you, like, no longer talk to your boy after you took your role? Oh, no, absolutely. We, we continue to, to talk. You like fuck uh, that guy. No, not at all. I was happy for him. No, fucking with you. <laughs> How'd you hear about that movie in the first place, though? Uh, I the website Actors Access, Word. which um is a great like resource for anybody trying to do film or theater. Um, huh. it's like uh you have your resume and like your headshots up there, and you just uh submit you 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 have they they give you projects that match your profile. Mm. And like roles that would be good for you, and you can submit your your stuff to them. Mm. Um, and it's like a sixty dollars subscription for the whole year, mm. um, you okay. know, which is definitely a good investment. You know, you you book one or two jobs in a year, and it pretty much pays for itself. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yo yo yo, we're gonna do a quick little little break. You know, I'm gonna hit y'all with some music to help get y'all you know get your brain a break. You know what I mean? A lot of great conversations that's going on, but, you know, there's a lot of great music out there, too, so we can hit y'all up with something. Um, usually, I, I do something where it's like, artists oh, going on, you know, a, a local artist in the area, but, you know, for the, for the sake of, you know, being a DJ, I make mixes, you know, why not share some of it, you know? 
I think you'll like it. This is actually uh, I mixed uh, a few, you know, songs that I've been digging out here uh, over some production, some original local production. The, um, uh, this one was um, the beats. You'll hear beats from my boy Garrett. Um, you know, great producer. I'll leave the information for him in the description of the podcast as well. Shout out to Garrett and uh, yeah, enjoy. Thank you. 
All right, hope y'all enjoyed that. You know, you know, J. Cole holding it down the way he do. You know, um, I can leave the link for, you know, if you want to go follow up and listen to that on your own time, you know. But, yeah, we're going to get right back into it. Me, Ben Thompson, Mr. Kulo. Enjoy. How you feel about, you know, the, the whole idea of, like, just acting industry versus the craft itself and how the two interact? How do you emotionally even, like, where you at with far like, Um So, acting for me was something that I always really loved doing. And it was not, like, my, you know, it was always something that I did on the side because I would, always was in school. Yeah. You know? Um, acting was always, like, after school or yeah. summer activity. Cut class. Uh, I wish. Um... <laughs> Cut class, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let you do like drama club or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um. So, but um. But then, like you know, once I was out, like actually trying to get work in the acting industry, and I did. I you know I did like some small like small small film work and like uh you know I was on like some some Discovery Channel shit or like fucking travel channel history channel some shit you know one of those like reenactment shows I played a farmer yeah chased by a tiger no I was looking for a giant I saw saw a giant like monster turtle in my lake on and your I, lake it, no in my lake oh your lake my oh, lake wait, wait. and I went I went crazy and like lost all my money looking for it again like I saw it one time and I was I went I lost my mind and it was like one of those things where I didn't do any talking you know right but it was the narrator yeah they paid me like fucking two hundred bucks for the day or whatever you know and like I did like something else where I was in like another like thing for a second right you know it was Top good talk commercial or something like that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's lit though I yeah know. it was lit and they fucking bust us out to Staten Island hey and then they that's cut. the only way to go to Staten Island because yeah. I'm not going out there on my own oh my god dollar, yo but then they nobody. Then they cut us, and I had to take the ferry back because <laughs> they were still filming, and I was like, I'm not sticking around for six more hours while they film this one scene that I'm not in right, right, uh, right. to catch the bus back, so I had to take the fucking ferry. Mm. But it was still fun. Um, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so, you know, you, you get some work like that. Um, but, like, it's, it's hard to, like, fucking support yourself doing yeah. that yeah. full-time, you know? Yeah. So you have to get like a real job, and you have to find a way to balance that. And I've like you know found like I found a balance where like I'm doing some theater now and then, you know, um, which is nice. You know, I just uh, just did like a little like Christmas is racist play. Um, (laughs) That's dope. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Is that the one decent was in? That was the one decent was in. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it was me and decent and. my my two roommates uh, Lee Berger and Dylan Hale, who were both talented artists in their own right, and uh, my friend Tom Foran, who uh, wrote it and is like the co like producer and uh, co founder of, of the theater company that I uh, helped found and do some work with, still Blunt Objects Theater. Oh yeah. Um, you know, they had co-founding theater companies. Well, I it was something I did. It's you know, it's it's something I did when I was in uh, like college with a, a couple of my friends, and we we all live in different places now, you know. Right, right. Uh, right. So, but we all produce under that umbrella. That's dope. So we have theater productions going up in like three, four different cities. Hey. Yeah. Um. I need you to talk about yourself more often because that's some cool shit. <laughs> so, like, what are some of your favorite aspects about acting? Um, yeah. Um, I don't like, know. What, what what compels you? What are some of the things that just really, like, oh, I fuck with this? I mean, you know, I hate to, like, be like this, but, like, you know, 
it's a good way to like not have to be you know it's a good way to be be somebody else for a little bit you know mm. be um you know and you know it's all it's also like a fucking like i think it's probably got something to do with like what well, like liking attention mm. and like you know liking liking having people like laugh at laugh at what you do and stuff you yeah. know yeah you're a funny motherfucker thank you um yeah um but yeah I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say. I mean, you know, you, you have to. You, there's like a certain craft to acting, and there's. But I always. I think that like every character I play is just like an extension of myself to some. To some point, you know, and yeah. I just try to like be, as much myself as possible while being this other yeah. person. Yeah, no, that's real as fuck. Yeah, it's it's a weird way to put it. I think, but yeah, yeah. Nah, that resonates with me too. I'm like, nah, I get that. Yo, you know Tori No Pants? Yeah, of course. Love her. <laughs> I like saying that name to the people that never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was thinking about her at Brett's birthday party because she wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Word. Was she a live episode? <sighs> Probably. Um, Son, you remember that time we did that Tinder video? Yes. That shit was dumb. That was a great I still video. got it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. It pops up on like my Facebook every now and then. <laughs> Word. So it's basically like a... We just spoofed on like what it's like to have a Tinder date, and oh, then yeah. so we have Brent and somebody else, and Brent's supposed to be this douchebag artist person who's just like just happened to have a guitar on him. They're like on a fire escape. On a fire escape. They're on a fire escape. Yeah. And he just starts to serenade her. Right, and then the camera pans over. She's like, she's like, this is great, but who's your who's your friend? <laughs> the camera pans over. It's Ben with a uh, with a motherfucking RC Farsi hat on. Some some circular shades, shirtless, looking at them like, <laughs> and you go, oh, sorry, walks off. <laughs> all right, it looks funnier than it sounds. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that was fun. Though. Yeah, because they don't know what I look like on the podcast. Too, you, so I'm roughly six feet tall, of, uh, brown hair, and um, <laughs> and uh, I'm white and I'm a little chubby, and that's it. Yeah. Or, yo, you will, <laughs> the, the creep look on your face too. Like, <laughs> that's that's what I knew. Like this guy got something special. <laughs> special creep. Yo, cause like we would do different takes and like not nah, the way you did it. It's like I'm like, oh nah. That's when I started being like, oh nah. He got to be like into acting or comedy or some shit. <laughs> you know? Nah, this is too. Because we did this thing where we all just like, you know what? Fuck it. We all just gonna get together. We don't know what we're gonna do. We want to do skits. You, you, and you, and you. How about we all meet let's, on this day? Who has a camera? Bring it, and then we'll just figure out ideas while we're there and see if it'll work. So we all like took turns, you know, sharing our ideas. Oh God, we Everybody did it in Manhattan. Contribute to that idea. We all we all went into Manhattan for that. Remember? Word. Oh, it was brutal. Or <laughs> you don't love Manhattan? Uh, on a Saturday. I feel you on that. I ain't gonna lie. Crossing that bridge on non-work. Related right. paycheck shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of different. Or no, nah, that was fun. What are some of your most uh, favorite uh, gigs or something like that, and why? Favorite, like you know, the most fondest memories. Oh, I remember that one. Oh um, man, <laughs> um, I did a movie called Anthro Five Two Four that is probably never going to get finished. <laughs> um, but I it was a found footage horror movie. 
and I was like the guy who owned the camera. So it was like Blair Witch style, Word. where like you know, like the camera was a character, right, right? And I was like the guy who owned the camera, but I had a decent amount of screen time too. And you know, hey. I was the I was like the like basically they made me the director of photography. I mean, not really. There was a guy who actually had that title. Actually, but, was yeah. But I had a, I held the camera for you were a decent Seth amount. Rogan. Yeah, exactly. I was I was the <laughs> Seth Rogen, um, exactly, and uh, I had a lot of fun. And I'm I can tell you this because you never see the movie. I'm the only character who survives. Um, really? Yeah. Word. Yep. That sounds like especially for the kind of like personality you have. That's like a, a, a interesting like little finish because like you you don't you not you don't have the typical horror movie survival like personality pretty girl right. or something right 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 and like I it's especially because the, the character that I was was like kind of like kind of like an awkward like loner you know like the one who like you would like and I'm not not like the one who kills everybody but like right. the one who you like would come back from this and they'd be like oh he killed them all right. You know? <laughs> Which would have been like a cool sequel if, and like you know that's the thing is that, that like, makes it like even worse if you didn't actually kill them, but everyone's like, oh, that's what happened. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> right, words. It's been done. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm sad that that movie never got finished because that would, that would have been cool. Did you know? Uh, did you ever meet? Uh, they don't live in New York City anymore, but uh, Shadi and Tev. They were behind the uh, um, um, music video festival. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So so boom, you you know I like they they had me be a a, a a lab rat in one of their little short films before right I was acting in it. Nice. I'm gonna send you the link, whatever. Do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, so boom. So first of all, Shadi, for those who don't know, Shadi is a freaking remarkable scriptwriter, which I did not know. You know what I'm saying? And Tav is more on the visual side of it. You know what I'm saying? He's remarkable with that as well. So Shadi sent me like a, a script. He said, "What you think, bro? I'm mean, just fired." <laughs> you know what I'm saying and uh, I think he asked me like to act it out I'm like I bet I'm, I'm with it you know what I'm I always wanted to try this shit I'm yeah down. Um, so I'm, I'm memorizing whatever and I'm like I bet the day comes we like in West Bubble Brooklyn somewhere like West Bubble and I'm coming from like uh, Queens oh wow so I was like tight you know what I'm saying yeah so, yeah yeah absolutely so I'm on my way over there um, it was like a two hour train ride I'm on my way over there I get there um, and then Shadi and Tab was like, we have a problem. <laughs> They're like, yo. So there was the very important prop for this scene to be possible. Uh-oh. We left it. <laughs> but <laughs> I wrote a whole nother story and script while you were on your way over here. Ah! Here you go. Then <laughs> you can memorize that, rehearse it, and we can shoot it today. Oh, my God. <laughs> so me and the other dudes acting, we, we, we did this shit and we knocked it out. Whatever. It was tiring eventually, but it was fun. It was mad fun. Son. I love it. Words and I, I interviewed uh, Tev also. I think I'm, I'm gonna send you that too because I think you'll enjoy hearing that. Yeah, people that's better than the network doing stuff like. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know how many people like you know because I understand that it's hard enough to like have time to do stuff. Uh, that's like explorational. Like I, we haven't collaborated before. Let's see what's there because you're already working a job. You try to make sure that you keep ba- uh, bills paid so you can. Make the most out of that with your craft and right. your time. So right, trying right, to right, exactly. experiment can balancing, feel kind of taxing sometimes. Balancing art versus life. Art first. There you go. <laughs> Look at it. We yeah, got I was good, yo. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got everything I need for this life. I'm, it's, we got it. Uh, like I climbed like a mountain, and he was sitting there at the top of the mountain, just being like, "It's art versus life." <laughs> with, with a teacup. Yeah, exactly. Yo, Somehow. Cool. 
Happy teacup. Day. But like, I always thought it would be dope for like to, to for more friends that are either aspiring of being in part of that field to collaborate more and explore more. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that could be, you know, inspiring. You know what I'm saying? And things could come out of it that could turn into money. So, you know, so cheers to you know uh, us, more of our friends, all collaborating with each other more. I encourage yeah. you to try to do it. Sometimes we'll have to take a financial hit. Right. We'll regret it. We'll be tight. We'll actually be mad for having these types of friendships temporarily. But then retrospect, you'll be like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Word, man. All right. So other than that, uh, do you have any kind of like social media, Twitter? Because we need people to know where to, who to at. Well, you talk, yeah. You got to check, check out my Twitter, uh, which is at DJ Ayahuasca. How do you spell that? D, First off, D, capital D, capital J, lowercase A Y A H U A S C A. Mm. Um, DJ Ayahuasca. Uh, it's not a spelling bee, is it? Um, <laughs> no, but that's my uh, that's my that's my Twitter handle. Um, and um, follow me on Instagram at Wednesday Frog. Um, That's you, right? That is me. I knew it was you, son. <laughs> either, either I, I guess I was thinking it, or I knew and then forgot, and now I know for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely follow that Instagram. At Yo, Wednesday follow Friday. that shit, son. That shit is dumb funny. Huh? <laughs> that's my, that's my meme Instagram. So every Wednesday, every Wednesday, I think you even have like a, 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 yeah. a Facebook page for it. Also, every Wednesday there's a, there's a toad, there's a, there's a picture of a frog. And it says it's Wednesday. That's My right. Goodness. It's um like religiously, and in between that, it's just mad funny memes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, the frog is the budgets frog. Uh, that's the name, like the name of the frog. That's the guy who discovered it. Oh, um, it's a Discovery Channel fun fact. Yep, exactly. And uh, yeah, I love that meme. And one more, one more thing for those who don't know what ayahuasca is. What is what is what is ayahuasca? Oh. This DJ name basically. Yeah, so ayahuasca, um, it's like a, I've not had this experience ever, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. um, but it's a, it's like a, I I believe it's just like a fucking, like, you drink it, it's like a, well, it's, (laughs) it's a, they do it as a ceremony, um, I, in, I think, want to say Native American communities, but I don't yeah. want to get that wrong and offend anybody. Brent could probably go into this. Yeah, Brent would, Brent would be much better if to talk about somebody got this. offended by that, tell them to watch the movie. <laughs> and right. And then, They'll forget all about the ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, ayahuasca, they do it, they, they, they bring everybody into like a, like a place and they do a ceremony where you basically you drink it and then they like hold you there for a day and a half because you're like throwing up and tripping balls, um, <laughs> which sounds fucking awesome. I really want to do it. <laughs> Yo, all I know is I think at after Brent did it, his Facebook profile was like him sitting like Indian style, and the background colors was like tie dye. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yep. But man, he had a good time. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it's it's supposed to be like. Um, like a like a more intense like psilocybin experience, I believe. Right, right, right. It's supposed to be like an actual really spiritual thing. If you've ever done magic mushrooms, magic mushrooms, magic mushrooms. Yeah, this is off my shrooms. Like shrooms, yeah. So there's shrooms, then there's magic mushrooms. Well, no, it's the same thing. <laughs> okay, I'm about to, ask but you also, to make sure like, I understood. Um, I mean, there is like you know, like I've I've eaten like um, 
Like, if you want to get get into some shit, I've eaten some, uh, it's just, like, they're, like, truffles. They're just, like, a whole, like, fresh psilocybin. Because, like, normally when you eat shrooms, they're, like, dried, right? Right. Yeah, so these are fresh. They're, like, taste like fucking, because they taste like shit, like you sweet shit. still got the cow and and all that. Oh, no, 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 they're clean, but, like, oh, they, yeah. they're gross. <laughs> um, they're gross, and they're awesome. Um, yeah. It makes them awesome. It's like it's just more of a it affects the trip some kind of way. It's no, it's a similar trip to just like doing doing mushrooms, but um, yeah, it's just like a yeah. Throw this some clam chowder or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I just ate it straight <laughs> when I did it. Or man, well, yo, thank you for joining me and all of that. Yo, my pleasure. You feel me? Good luck in the fight for art versus life. Oh, you like that? Oh. I did like that. I did like that. <laughs> I did like that. Yo, yo, I, don't know, I don't know if y'all ever told the July 4th story. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to get... Thank you for that. No problem. Oh, so, yeah. Before we go, we got to get that story out of the way. Um, I don't know if you want to tell it. I think you'll do better. So, boom. So I don't remember much Brent, that night. Brent Butler invites me out to this show to perform. It was him, Decent, DJ Ayahuasca, a.k.a. Ben Tamolio, and... <laughs> Motherfucker. So we go there and this is, this is July 4th, rooftop, good times, night times, beautiful night. They got plenty of drinks. Smoke. I think I drank uh, beet vodka for the first time. And I was like, this is amazing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, apparently. All right. It's, it's a thing. You can do that. So, uh, you know, it's all kinds of like. So Brent's performing. I don't know if y'all ever. like. So you've never seen Brent perform. He's one of those, like, oh, you know, he really gets into it. There's a lot of energy. And, and he does this thing that's very similar to my friend Chris Carr, where they all they they usually do it because they, they all run around at the uh, mm-hmm. the venue, the stage. They stand on the speaker, they wrap themselves in the cable, and almost every time they like they, they, there's a lot of close calls, and I find that hilarious. Yeah, Brent, <laughs> Brent, I've seen Brent fall over. Yeah, on stage. <laughs> now, now is I he haven't a, had the luxury. Is he a rapper? Is he he's a rapper? He's a rapper. 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 I, I, Which I think is a great, great, yeah. like, uh, great thing for him, you know? Me too. I, honestly, I like, I, I like when he embraces also more of the rock side as well. Me like, too. He's, he Cause he loves got that. that too, you feel me? So, yeah. You know, that's another thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so he has the Bluetooth guitar. So yep. probably uh, for the yeah, purpose yeah. of wanting to do too much during performance. Yeah. He'll run yeah. to the audience, all of that shit. So we on a rooftop, he's running him on the edge of the roof. There's no gate, there's no barricade, oh. none of that. So his rapping partner, Decent, is sitting there looking agitated as fuck. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so me, so me, uh, me, you, and Gabe, we, uh, I think even these two, we were just sitting there yeah, just, just roasting them yeah. about, about all, all the ways that could have went wrong. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like imagine if he the dad took a fall, and then but you still you still hear the guitar on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That would be that would be tragic and epic at the same time though. Like right. if, I, if you if you had to choose how you go. I, that's the way I would. You, just, you play the sweetest lick of your life as you're falling. You're like, this is the best thing I'll ever play. The best party ever to it is yeah, like exactly. firecrackers <laughs> happening. July like, four, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how it was though. That's how that night was. <laughs> and then we all went to work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did though. Oh, I don't know how. Words. Uh, but yeah, man. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. You already know, man. Yep, it was a pleasure. My guy Spencer Kulo. Absolutely. On the boards. You feel me? And this is your boy QC, uh, versus Life, and I holla. Yeah.
All right, all right. Hope y'all enjoyed that. You know, uh, first I want to give a shout out to my boy Ben, of course. Spencer, shout out to Chris Carr, Brent Butler, decent Gabe out there on the West Coast. You know, um, definitely miss you, Gabe. But yeah, man, just you know, just a little peek on. Well, you know what the life is like. Very dope conversation we just had. <laughs> all right, we got to share some stories. You know, the the la- we we laugh, we cry, we do we do all that. You know, um, but yeah, man. Uh, if you want to support R versus Life, you know, and just day to day operations or whatever, you know, this is a you know, this is a passion of love. We're just trying to figure out a way to make it sustainable on the way. But uh, if you want to donate, you can donate, um, especially via PayPal, various ways, but definitely PayPal. Art vs Life Podcast at Gmail. That's Art vs Life Podcast at Gmail. Feel free to hit us up. Feel free to hit us with your thoughts, feedback, ideas, what you want, what you want to hear, what you're not getting enough of, what you like, all that. You heard? Um, so yeah, man, so we're gonna end it right there. Shout out to the boy uh Tev, Tev95 for making the beat. You know, and uh, as usual, I holler. <laughs>